Hello and welcome to Not Another Nat One Small Talk. Uh, we're going to talk about D&D and cinema, and this is so comfortable for me to be back introing small talks. Yeah, right at home. Yep. My man's wearing pajama pants at the recording. What, He's what at home? His, his bare feet are within two feet of me. <laughs> what I said was, if I am not putting on pants for me, if it comes nighttime, I'm not putting on pants okay. for you. So, I, And also for the listeners who are hearing this probably sometime in February or early March 2023, Go back to December 2022 on our Instagram because I've got pictures of us, and Keith is in that in his little pants. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna post it. Yeah, I'm not asking their permission. Can we're, you see his feet? Are there feet pics? I don't know. We're selling Keith's. <laughs> I didn't look that closely. I might blur those. That'll be on the uh, the OnlyFans that we make. Yeah, no, no, no. You save that one for the OnlyFans. My head yeah. is blocking his feet. <laughs> no. Nice. Wow. I, I speaking perfect. speaking of Keith's feet. No. A- someone asked me later. There's a, there is a very good story about that. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, my name is Andrew. <laughs> oh, uh, I play. I'm so sorry. It's really funny. <laughs> I doubt uh, it. I doubt you it. know it. I you don't, know what I'm I, talking about. I Just don't. For the record, uh, Andrew's the only one laughing. <laughs> we're like, that's because you we're guys don't know. You don't know. Uh, I play Clive Dangerfield. And I just realized how deeply sad I am that I don't have anything nearly as fucking cool as Bugbarian to say Honestly. for not yet, <laughs> not yet, not yet. You don't I have got, it yet. I gotta come up with something Krog. cool. <laughs> what? The Rogue. The ho- no, ho- thank you. Hellog. Hello. You said H A L O U G E. The Hellog. <laughs> A halfling rogue. Hellog. Oh, that's, that's not that bad, actually. Hi, everyone. My name is Sam Allen. I play Doss, the elf boo. variant artificer. Boo. <laughs> Why boo. did the DM boo a character? Oh, that's crazy. Abuse of power. It so, really is. I'm the worst. Yeah. Well, you, well, guess what? This guy's metal dog got the first kill of the he campaign. Did. Yep, he did. My guy, Mac. Mac's the best part about my whole character, FYI. <laughs> what did he stand for again? My, my adorable canine. My adorable mm, nice. canine. What is it with us and having specifically the Steel Defender get important kills? Yeah. Because the listeners I'd... haven't heard this yet, but there's a very important kill taken by a Steel <gasps> Defender that Alex's oh, character yes. had in the miniseries we recorded to learn how to record podcasts. I, I will say... I don't remember this. Sam's, Sam's portrayal of the Steel Defender is much better Alex, Alex used and abused his steel defender. Oh, I that's did? right. You, I mean, like you, he was purely a tool for you. Like, oh yeah, he, you used him whenever it fitted you. But and I was you, a like, tool. I was, well. say, I was you a put robot. him in your pocket. Yeah. I was a robot. Alex was a yeah a fellow. A I was a tool. To remind that's you, true. Sam, and I'm, I will <laughs> yes, absolutely are, edit out the spoiler. Mini series spoiler. Mini series spoiler. Oh, who cares? It's a variant. Spoiler. So. Yeah. That's essentially mm. just, I mean, that's just an extension of Alex. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Like, for, it was even, even how like it, for me, like, Dawson, like, Dawson Mac are like the same. Yeah. So you, you got the first kill of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody give him a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But hi, everybody. I am your pitmaster, Chase Ezel. Uh, who is very proud of my characters and my players at this table because this was a very fun session with a good bit of role play. And I know I probably fucked that up, but I just went around the table. Rules are out the window in the small talk. Alex is pointing at me and pointing at himself and looking at me like, God damn it, Chase, you fucked up. And I know I did. I'm just going to keep talking until it goes away. 
I've forgotten. Didn't Jay, did Jace do anything wrong this episode? I think he talked so long I went into a fog. <laughs> oh. I did a lot of talking this episode. You that, did. You that's did. A crazy, that's, a, that's a crazy thing the, to say, Keith. The only questionable thing that you did, which was just, I don't even know that you did it wrong. I just don't know how the fuck that works, is when he tried to do animal handling and you had him roll oh, wisdom, I, I was like, I was like, when you did it, I was like, that doesn't feel right, but I don't know what's supposed to happen here. <laughs> yeah, I, I there's no like raw way to do that. So I said they're thinking, okay, what would be the steps? He's obviously going to try and handle this animal, and we're just going to call it an animal for the sake of like, yeah. brevity. But also, how do we decide if the dog listens? Yeah, his owner's going to roll wisdom for him. Yeah, no, no. no well, th that was fine. It was you said like the the eleven is lower than the fourteen, and I was like, eh, I, uh, I, I mean. Well, because I, I, I said beforehand, better you want the dog to roll low to you not did. understand. You so, did. had he rolled like high, yeah. he would have understood the command and not That's, done anything. Th this is one of the primary reasons that, like, if you read any how to be a DM guide, they specifically are like, do not let your players roll against each other. Like, do that as yeah. little as possible. <laughs> and we did a lot so of that this episode. <laughs> But the last person who I accidentally cut off in the order. It's okay, tell buddy. Tell us about yourself. It's okay. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Alex Smith. I play Fiddy Tyson, the Lion Folk Paladin, who is what? Your full name is Fiddick, right? Fiddy. Fiddick Tyson. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, you say Fiddy so much that I start to doubt myself. They're like, his name's Fiddick, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. Oh, well. I'm still trying to figure them out. Well, I have a question for you. One that you've heard numerous times. What were you guys' favorite moments from episode two? Hmm. Oh, I'll go first. Mine's easy. What you got? Mac, stop, Mac killing that guy, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, the original plan was to have, like, uh, Mac essentially, like, fight with Fiddy, and I just didn't realize that that dude was that low. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, he'll get, like, a hit in, and, like, we can be like, oh, nice job, Mac. And it's like, oh, no, Mac killed the guy. I think he rolled, what, like, 11 damage? Yeah. He had 7 HP at that point. Damn. So that, yeah, that was definitely a kill shot. <laughs> Very fun. I mean, are we going around the table? I got one. You got to pop in. Why, why, why did you want to explode that man's head? Why, why wouldn't this was you? kind of my favorite moment, but also <laughs> I, I had why? I had two reasons. One was I was like, Biddick is saying a lot of things, and there's no way he's gonna get through that paragraph before it is my turn. So I imagined like by the time he said something along the lines of, let's take them alive, luck was gonna be combat ready and already firing. <laughs> okay. I like uh, it. Also, I I feel for DMs who don't want their throwaway antagonist to have to go through a long-winded, I-don't-know-anything kind of dialogue. So I was like, eh. I mean, I, for the record, Chase, I, yeah. you said that you had something prepared. I do appreciate that. And since it's something that I'm going to actually reveal first thing in the next episode, I'll go ahead and share it here. So our, uh, our special listeners who listen to the Small Talk get the little sneak preview. Um, but these guys were not going to have tongues. They were going to oh. be unable oh. to talk. So when it, so whenever he stumbled in the brush and said fuck, it was just like Fah! Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I forgot about that little detail because in my head planning this, I was like, I don't it they're going to try and capture them. These guys cannot divulge too much information. The point of this combat is to show that there is somebody after these guys yeah. trying to stop this effort. And I want to get some combat in too. 
So I was like, we don't, we're, they're already getting a lot of information from Hayes. These guys are just fodder for the cannons, essentially. So, and my, I had a cannon. You had a cannon. <laughs> so I was like, well, I can either give them like little cyanide capsules, but those can always be removed. I've tried that before. It was thwarted once in a previous campaign because, like, I for, it might have been this group. It might have been one from my college friends, but somebody just preemptively thought, let me check and make sure they don't have a little suicide capsule. And it's like, well, fuck, now this guy has no way out because they foiled my plans. So I'm like, yeah. these guys just will have the inability to speak. They will not have tongues. So, I, uh, so I, hypothetically, I, I, hypothetically I, I, if we knew sign language. I can speak to, <laughs> I can speak telepathically. They still, they still wouldn't answer. <laughs> There's always a way. Yeah. Uh, now, that, that, uh, I, in character, I hated it. That you did that because I was like, I I wanted the information, but out of character, I always appreciate any time that there is a moment of like, fuck, what is like good for this as as far as like moving the plot forward, mm-hmm. and like I'm just gonna do what my character would do. I always appreciate that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it turns out guns are not great at non lethal damage. You I mean, can shoot them. You can always say you like blast their kneecaps out and be like, yeah, see, I hit a major artery in his leg. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I explode his leg off and he's bleeding out, but he should be okay, right? Yeah. DM? <laughs> you got you got time for one question. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody cauterize that wound, stat. <laughs> uh, okay, so my favorite moment is when I did a dumb and buffed the super tank instead of buffing the uh, injured <laughs> DOS with like six HP. And right after I said it, I was like. Damn, I'm stupid. No, but you, <laughs> we all called worked. you out for it. Hey, it, it worked though. I you, yeah, you no, it tanked from one hit. Even yeah, even better, it actually it in a rare was, occasion specifically negated an attack. That was actually <laughs> my favorite moment. Was how you were describing the the shield. What what did you do? Uh, he fired a some type of metal object that's like literally magnetically stuck to your armor that creates like a static barrier. And I like that you described it because it was I have a 22 AC, he rolled a 22, so it was your yeah. device and you described that was my favorite that tiny little detail. It's cool to see the details that you brought as a DM. Now you're using them as a player and that's Ah, man, that's magic. That's cool. From my point of view, it was uh, definitely a move that That, you did. That's understandable. It was one of the moves of all time. I was like, huh, I guess I'm going down first this time, boys. (laughs) Yeah, we said, I I said this last, uh, on episode two, but my goal this entire season is to find a way to get to 30 AC. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but for one turn, for one hit, I want to tank a 30. Mm. I'm gonna find a way to do it. I don't know how to yet. Yeah, I, I, I've in my head this is not guaranteed to come to fruition, just because I have so many ideas that bounce around from time to time that I don't write down and forget. But recently, some of those ideas have been fun little curse magic items. I like the trade off thoughts. Mm. I, I love items with trade offs where it's like, yeah, you're gonna get this insane boost for like maybe once or twice a day. But now your soul belongs to a demon. Have fun with that. To be fair, if I had cast shield on myself, I would have been just one point away. Yeah. That would have been at a 29. So it's not going to be hard. Your shield is plus five. I don't have shield yet. But react shield boost your AC plus five. five. That's what I was thinking. I didn't know that. I thought Mm -hmm. it was like plus 
Um, no, my shield is only plus that. three. Yeah. So that's uh, you absolutely can do that for Clive with the cursed items. There's rarely going to be a item that Clive does not pick up, whether regardless of curses. <laughs> Yeah, that that's what I'm very much looking forward to. Is Clive is just gonna have like six curses by the end of this for sure, and it's gonna. I I honestly even at one point wanted to like, oh, here are two cursed items where you basically pledge yourself to some kind of extra planar being, but now they both have acclaimed you and like have to go to fucking custody court <laughs> over who gets Clive. Yeah, no, it's it, it's for sure. He's going to end up with a bunch of cursed stuff unless his his uh, squad mates look his out for him half. here. Well, that that leads me to my question, okay. which is pointed to you, Andrew. You messaged me something on Discord <laughs> while we were playing. Yeah. And hold on, let me read it out. I meant to have it pulled up before I asked you or before I started talking to you. Hold on, go to Discord. You said, quote, Clive is in your back pocket. 23, <laughs> sleight of hand. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. So we're sitting here rolling while y'all are talking and I rolled and I got a 21 perception. So he, my question to you, and it's two part. A, what'd you find? I mean, it's your pockets. What's in your pockets? Uh, I guess that is how that works, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, what'd you find? Huh. It's like, I found a thousand gold. <laughs> hmm. I reserve any rights to veto whatever Alex says next. Hmm. You, you find a bunch of like lying Claws. No, you find pictures of his, <laughs> his family. Yeah, no, you find pictures of my family and you put them back because you're a good person, right? I mean, are they encased in something valuable? No. Uh, a yeah. wallet. It's leather. There's no there's no money in there? It's one of those southern wallets. You know what I'm talking about? Real long. <sighs> yeah. The real yeah. tall ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the real tall ones. You don't have ones. to fold your bills. I had uh -huh. one of those and I loved it. It was... Yeah, I, I always, wanted one so I, bad. As, I always nice. think the only people who wear those are just racist. I don't know why. <laughs> every, That's probably every, not a great stereotype every, to put on those people that choose Every person I've those. ever seen that looks like that, that has one of those, looks like a racist. Yeah. Uh, it I mean, does. It goes it. very well with tight-fitting, very light Levi's and camouflage. Yeah. yeah. That, okay, my second question to you, Andrew. Now that we've ascertained what you found in yeah. my pocket, I put it back. I don't. I don't yeah, have any care. Don't for don't, don't take my family. I like photos. Yeah, they're they're not shiny. How often are we going to have to worry about rolling silently for you I mean, poking I, around in our? So th this is where I come to a bit of an impasse with the character I've created and cre <laughs> creating a uh, entertaining product as a podcaster is that. He is literally like as far, as far as his klepto tendencies. I modeled the I modeled Clive after the Niffler. Um, just <laughs> zero impulse control. He just sees the shiny thing and he goes for it. And Fiddy is very shiny. Yeah, <laughs> very shiny. So it's it's very much. I, I, there's a con everyone needs to know. There's a constant conflict happening of like, I'm probably going to be messaging Chase a lot yeah. on Discord and like messaging y'all about like, he's just, he is constantly in someone's pocket. I'm not, gonna, I, I'm not gonna respond. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's just a matter of like, I don't want to completely derail the podcast with this, but it is it is a incessant thing that he does. And it's one of those things too where the silent rolls is extremely fun around the table, but the audience has no idea. I just it's I, I I in my head it's 
I'm going to be doing it constantly and I'll leave it up to the char- the other characters or Chase to decide when it's like worth interrupting to be like, oh, you get this or yeah. you find this thing or you get caught or whatever. Okay. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. I, I have a good favorite moment. I had one and then we started talking about other things and now all I can think about is Waffles. how many tall wallets <laughs> I've seen in my life. <laughs> Yes. Because I have seen so many, and not going to lie, the stereotype doesn't seem super far off. Mm, There are exceptions, obviously, but there are at least a few people I know who I know very well from that they carry those types of wallets and are not particularly progressive. Um, You you should have one big, gigantic favorite moment in that you got to see... In episode two, how powerful! Yes, it was. I knew, like, going through our conversations leading up to this and seeing your character sheets that y'all were gonna wreck house, and I was just the tiniest bit worried giving you two CR three like antagonists for this. I was like, no, they'll be okay. But both those guys had seventy five HP. Oh my gosh! When I when I did like a little over 30 damage on my first turn yeah. and you like didn't Wasn't respond yeah. and I, I was like oh can I be a rules oh, lawyer no. I, I'm not what let me do it let me do it are you rolling uh, I know are, are you rolling your dex mod for damage on your bonus attack I'm rolling whatever D&D Beyond tells me to okay All right. which is, is, is it, if oh, it's adding gosh. your dex mod <clears throat> then uh, that's incorrect uh, because we've had this conversation at least six times on different characters. It definitely at, for did. ranged it did. weapons, you do add decks on, on a bonus attack, unless you have a specific on, fighting style. Your bonus, your bonus action dual wielded attack only deals flat weapon damage. It does not deal your yeah. your dex mod. Oh, you can cut this or not. This oh is, no, that, no, no, I did not notice that until right. now. This is this is just no, no, for we'll me. Educate listeners. <laughs> no, this this is so interesting. I did not notice this until now because uh, I've never had this happen before with a character. Um, that second bonus attack, I thought it was it said plus one. It's actually a minus one because I guess that's based off of strength. Oh no, no, sorry, I'm sorry. That's not the bonus attack. That's that's if I do melee because I have a yeah, minus don't one people. to strength. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it says, it says I do. That's an attack, not a offhanded bonus attack. Yeah, that that yeah. is one thing, like, D&D Beyond, it doesn't really specify that. It's just kind of, you have to know that rule. Yeah. You gonna challenge Keith on this? I wouldn't. Yeah, please. I would Come at it. me. Yeah, so you don't Check add, me outside. You don't, as, you as don't add the bonus counsel. if it's a bonus attack. If you're dual wielding and you swing your first one, you add the bonus to that. The second one, though, like your offhand attack is just straight damage dice. Unless you have like a two weapon fighting or something. Yeah, it's a like fighting that. style, too. It's not even a feat, although you can take a fighting style as a feat, but still, it's yeah, odd. But that's, yeah, but that's lame. Who wants to do that? Yeah, I mean, because the, the, technically everybody can attack. Yeah, like D and D five E is right? yeah. You can just like bonus action attack with offhand weapon, but most people are bad at it and will only get to do your yeah. you know D six of yeah, damage. So you can dual wield like it has to be uh, like a single handed light weapon. I think uh, you could dual wield, but most of those weapons you're getting one D six tops. 
Maybe a, a lot of them are 1d4. So you're not getting a, a, a lot of extra damage for that when you could use I don't know, something more interesting. There's so many other things in the action economy you yeah. could use as a bonus action instead of that. Yeah. Like Divine Smite. Yeah. Which <laughs> did a shitload of damage, but... Yeah. Also, speaking of a shitload of damage, I did not expect Sierra Hayes' first roll in this to be a natural 20. Everything was incredible. We rolled so high. Yeah. And just, I think we mentioned it very briefly. Sierra Hayes is a former uh, character that I made for a Curse of Strahd campaign that Alex ran for us. One of my shout out, Alex. Shout out, Alex. Uh, One of my favorite characters I've made and was definitely the most outside of my comfort zone. Because if you don't know, I am not a early 40s witchy woman Christy, crystal mommy type. So Mommy. I hate that so much. <laughs> he Chase. said mommy. Why would you? Juicy. Why would you That's phrase it like term, that? That's the term. Crystal oh. mommy? Oh, my God. It, it's like the, the, the mom who spends too much time on Facebook and has shunned modern medicine in favor of crunchy. herbalism. Yeah, crunchyism. And and minion memes. Yeah, minion memes and crystals with healing powers. I'll, I'll say Seer Hayes never did 32 damage in one turn. No. When, when she was my ally in Curse Strahd. Yeah. Nope. And that was just using the same character sheet from Curse of Strahd. I didn't buff her at all. That was just, I rolled the dice. It came up nat 20. Rolled 4d10. Because at level 5, it becomes 2d10 naturally. And every single one of those dice landed high. Oh, my. Damn. Chase actually being useful? Yeah, as the DM. That's not supposed to happen now. I'm not supposed to help y'all like that. But we've got a handful of listener questions. Would y'all like to answer them? Yes. No. Only if they're about cinema. (laughs) One of them can be. Do it. Yep. All right. From Charwolf in the Discord. Shout out Charwolf. Charwolf. We're going to change this question a little bit just because not all of us are avid readers. So what's your favorite adventure book? including the ones you like to steal rules slash monsters slash other stuff from, and I will also include movies if you are so inclined. I guess I'll go first. Say the question again. Uh, what's your favorite adventure book? So I'm thinking like fantasy, adventure kind of I think of he means like D&D manual. Okay. Like Curse of Strahd, extra. I don't, I don't know a lot of, uh, well, of adventure books. Well, it says including the ones you like to steal rules and monsters, so maybe... I think he is talking about know, rules Like tabletop It could yeah. be, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I still think it's fine to take a broader look at it yeah that is a hard question because i because i don't i i'll just i don't have a a lot of experience with the pre-made books i think curse of strahd might be the first thing i've played that was Uh, not homebrewed you you played in the starfinder one that i did oh the star that was actually really good that that might that might be an answer so are we i guess i'm misunderstanding the question are we talking pre-made our favorite pre-made adventure module to run or favorite TTRPG system? We'll do the latter, the system. Because I think for me, I like, I've not run many other like TTRPG systems or even played into many others. Like most of my experience has been D&D 5e for better or for worse. But I do love that Monster of the Week has the partial successes. So like skill checks, obviously if you beat the DC, you do it. But if it's a middling role like DC 15, you roll a 13. It's like, it sucks to just say that flat out fails. So I, I do enjoy those like partial successes. Like, oh, you jump and you make it, but you trip and you fall face first. You're going to take a little bit of damage and be prone, but you have crossed this stream. I like that. I like that with a 
critical successes or like advanced successes where if you're like, I want to jump over this wall and it's a DC 12 and you roll a 25. Yeah. It's cool. You jump over it in a really cool way. You flip and land on your feet and, you know, everyone claps. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody walks up and gives you a high five and a smack on the ass says, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we've talked about something similar to this on the podcast before, but it's always fun to talk about systems. I've been... I haven't played in it yet, but it's very interesting. The ICRPG uh, that I've kind of talked a little bit about. I I know a good bit about it. We could talk about it, but it'd just be easier if the listeners went and Googled it. It's streamlined 5th edition. It, it is its own system, uh, and it's geared more towards creative combat, for lack of a better understanding. For instance, like the spells, all spells that do damage are a 1d8. So, yeah, you have a spell list of 15 spells, but it's more or less kind of a, here's a, yeah, here's a list of descriptors, but you describe what happens. It does, if it hits, it's going to be a 1d8. Doesn't matter what happens. And the HP is kind of scaled. Everything, you're not going to roll 30, you know, in ICRPG. So I, I like that system. I think it's a cool concept. This is out of my realm of expertise, so I will well, yield the rest like, of my time. Maybe a, uh, a a fiction fantasy novel that you enjoy and like to steal and take inspiration from. Did you watch The Witcher on Netflix? No. Oh, <laughs> Never mind. What do, you, what do you know? Do you play fantasy football? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're in a fantasy <laughs> football league, Keith. <laughs> P- I'm throwing you a bone. Yeah. PPR or no? Yes. Yes? Okay. I know, I know you've, you're a Harry Potter fan. Yeah, I don't know if we were still allowed to say we read Harry <laughs> Potter or not. Uh, it's a gray area. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't particularly like J.K. Rowling. I don't either. But I, like I the think story. that there. I think you can appreciate artwork without necessarily yeah. condoning the actions of the person that made it. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, you can you can appreciate and say, yeah, this is this is cool. You know, but the person made it sucks. But also try not to give her your money. If yeah, you know, yeah. Like, don't oh, buy yeah, it. No. It's a lot easier. To, it's, it's For me, it's a lot easier to do that with a dead person where it's like, I'm not actively, they're not benefiting from me supporting them, but I can objectively be like, this is Just good, buy all the stuff art. used. Yeah. You know, just go to a thrift shop. That's that's a good point. Uh, I, I, I've played in a lot of different systems. Uh, there's... There was the Titan's Grave one where they had the thing that uh, you that for them you don't roll d20s or any other mm-hmm. dice other than a d6. You roll three d6, and they had a special stunt point sheet uh, where you would get uh, you would if you rolled doubles or triples, you would get to do extra bonus actions from the pre uh, pre made sheet. And uh, I th- that was just so much fun to like have that totally random chance of like one of them was like you can knock them 10 feet in any direction or one of them was like you get to add 2d6 to your damage or um god i'm trying to remember there was there was some really fun stuff that you could do on top of the damage for your your action or whatever uh so i really enjoyed that and that's actually that was why uh for those of you who listened to the first season of uh the mist uh keith made my hammer with those extra actions based off of doubles and triples. Mm. And that was because he's heard me talk about my love for that system. So that was a rule that he literally took from Titan's Grave and made it special just for my hammer. I like that. Uh, That was really awesome. 
Nice. Can we, hey, can we do the question about our favorite fantasy book or TV show or the yeah. thing? Like, can we do yeah, that one? So that would be, because that one's a, that one's still a fun question to ask. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring up one that I, it's a very good, it's a good series, but the problem is the author writes this series as like a side gig, a side hustle, and only writes them when he has extra time. And has not had extra time. So the third book in the series has not come out yet. And I did not know that when I started reading the series. Don't tell me it's Patrick Rothfuss. No, no, no. Oh, this God. is a Matt Colville's <laughs> uh, Ratcatcher series. Mm. So, so, I've heard you talk about this. Yeah, I read the first book because I, I learned how to DM watching Matt Colville's uh, YouTube series, uh, Running the Game. Great information, great tips. A lot of those videos are fairly long, though. But if you sit down and watch them, especially hit the points where you have trouble, great. That's how I learned how to be a decent DM and then experience brought the rest. But his books, too, are fantastic. Like, the first one, Priest, it's this, it's another brooding character, but the world around him, how people interact with him, it's just fairly unique as far as fantasy series go. I loved him. I bought the second book, flew through it, and like, when I say flew through, on my pace. Two <laughs> weeks is a long time for some people to read a book. That's quick for me. I don't read much. But flew through that one, loved it. Went to order the third one. Found out it hadn't been released yet. Started Googling, looking for release dates. And I was reading this in 2020, I want to say. And I found a Reddit thread where he had responded to somebody saying, oh, I can't get to it right now. I've been writing for Wizards of the Coast and doing this other thing in my own D&D campaign podcast. So I'll get to it when I have some time, but these are kind of a passion project side pr- pet thing for me. And that post was in 2018. Oh, no. And the book still hadn't released at that point. I haven't looked recently, so maybe it's out now. But the Here's Ratcatcher series, there are two books out that I know of, and they're both very good. And Matt Colville's YouTube videos, you should check them out. I Mine... It- I, I would say that my fantasy inspiration and love doesn't come from books or TV shows. It's from video games. But there is one book, well, one book series called The Lost Years of Merlin. Has anybody read that before or even heard of it? No. There's going to nope. be like three people that ever listened to our podcast, that ever grew up with those books. But my favorite part about it was that it was it obviously Merlin, like the Arthurian wizard that we all know. But it's a... The author's own rendition of his upbringing. So it's Merlin from age 12 to like 18. And there's five books. It's super cool. I cried on it. It gave me a deeper love for fantasy and wizards and authorian legends and crap like that. But uh, T.A. Barron, everything else he's ever written, I didn't like. So <laughs> it was <laughs> he got lucky with that one. <laughs> Also, side note, the book three of Ratcatchers is not out yet. Come on, Matt. Come on, Help Matt. Me. I'm I'm gonna jump in there because I'm I I know that Keith is going to say Brando Sando. Oh, just let uh, me Brando go. Let, let, Sando. Me, let me go last. Yeah. This is my life. <clears throat> this yeah, this is this is his rant about how amazing he is. Uh he's mid. L- let me have you fucking read anything? <laughs> no, of course nope. not. He, he's literally just like antagonizing. He's the, yeah, he's, he's the flame guy. Uh, <laughs> Sam's not going to have a book. You're it, right. Didn't you already go? No. No, I don't know what happened to my turn. Oh. 
Okay, you never said mind. this was out of my depth, and we talked about you did. Harry Potter. You said, right? depth yeah, I said football. you're into fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. And how we are not transphobes here, unlike some big name fantasy authors. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I let me preface this by saying, I. Lo- I-, I was obsessed. I loved to read whenever I was in high school and I was a kid. Like it, the I, AR points. Well, it was just I, like it was my favorite hobby. Like I would just get wrapped up. I like it, I I would read for days straight. Like I just I loved it. And my I, I should probably be on some medication for like attention deficit stuff because I just like. The one Brandon Sanderson book that I have read a good portion of, probably half of it, is the uh, uh, Warbreaker book. Uh, and is that, is that what it's called? Warbreaker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I have fucking loved it. Like it is. It has been one of the best reads of my life. And I, and I have heard so much from all these people that I respect that I know that I am going to continue enjoying it as much as I am now. Uh, but because my life is so busy and because of my attend, my life, my life, uh, oh, <laughs> uh, because it's so busy and I, and my attention issues, uh, I have not finished a full book from him, uh, but I know that I'm going to love it. So that, that, that's, that's my, wait, answer. you haven't started like multiple books, like his books and just not finished. Not them, multiple right? of his. No, okay. No, no, no. So I do have a lot of unfinished, multiple books I've started and never finished. Yeah, I have at least the John Adams biography. Uh, God, what's the author's name, Alex? You know him. I don't. Guy that wrote 1776. I don't. Oh, um, um, I'll know it when you say it. It's McCollum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David McCollum. It's, yeah. Dave, it's McCollum, David McCollum. McCollum. Look yeah, at you, something Sam. like that. Something yeah. like that. You know it's McCulloch. It's yeah. McCulloch. It's okay. Penguin House. It's an orange. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know yeah. what we're Look at you about. almost yeah. knowing books. Yeah, good job. I recommended the book. <laughs> I read it first. <laughs> you should have talked about it then when we asked you. That's not fantasy, though. That's not fantasy. Uh, well, why, are we, why are we talking? I don't well, know. I'm talking about my That's basically books. fantasy. Wow, I've also... What? Dune, no, I haven't that- finished... Yeah, no, I I, yeah. I I read the I read Fellowship of the Rings uh, from Tolkien, and I, and I got halfway through The Two Towers, uh, and... He does so much uh, <laughs> scenic description, yeah, and it kills me. It kills any momentum. I love the story. I love the character. I love Lord of the Rings stuff. But when he spends four pages on like a mountain, what the valley looks like, yeah. I'm just like, have I you just, tried the like, Hobbit? Skip ahead. It's worse. <laughs> See, oddly, I love the Hobbit me, though. I've got two and a half of the Witcher books read. Like I've gotten through most of the short stories, and. Every time I, well, I I finished the first one, so I have like one and three quarters actually. But every time I keep telling myself, I want to finish the short stories. That's the release order. That's setting up the Witcher world. I know most of them from like the TV show or the video games and reading through some of the wikis. It's like, but I've not actually gotten to the main story because I can never finish the short stories because they're, you know, little bite sized bits. You, you finish one, it's easy to put down, there's not the continuation of the story. And then I just don't read for six months. <laughs> so, wait, what, what was the question? Now that I need to answer, uh, it? favorite fantasy book. Yeah, favorite fantasy book. Okay, not author, not series. You got to wait pick one book. Impossible no. mode. It can't be Brandon Sanderson. That's not no, hard. it's, I, got, it's, it's still impossible. I can pick one book from Brando. Sure. Uh, let's see. Books. Uh, Neil Gaiman has some really good stuff. Oh, what was the one? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. It was about like the under. 
ground of New York was populated by fantasy stuff. It was really good. I can't remember the name of it. American Gods was really good by Neil Gaiman. Joe Abercrombie has really good fantasy. It's like mo- it's got a, a much more of a modern feel to it. Uh, Brent Weeks has adventure fantasy. Uh, Patrick Rothfuss has amazing fantasy. For this is such a him. flex. Yeah, I don't know half the names. I, I recognize I, Neil Gaiman. He is by far the most well-read person in this room. Uh, yeah. Patrick Rothfuss, I love. I wish the dude would get off Twitch and start writing books again. He wrote <laughs> two amazing books back-to-back like six years ago, and he's been coasting off the fame since then. I'm sure he has his reasons, but I really wish he would just write books. Um, I hope he's listening to this right I, now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He <laughs> that should. would be cool. Uh, I, and it won't matter because, you know, he's more successful than me. If we have any mutuals no, with him, please I mean, tag him. If, if you ha- if you had did something that was so successful that it made enough money for you to just like live for the next twenty years, would you keep fucking working? Yeah, because then you yeah, could live. I li- I like writing though. Like that's why it's weird to me. It's where, like, I feel like if I if then where if you like Keith, I would absolutely love to read a book that you wrote. That's not I, that might have come across sarcastic. I genuinely think that's I would like to write a book. I would like to read a yeah, book. I would also read that. I'll book. get on it. I'm not good at completing things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would maybe read any, it. Yeah. Anywho, fa- I'll fan- read fantasy. It to you, <laughs> I I love fantasy in all forms. I love games. I like Dragon Age. Dragon's Dogma, Final Fantasy games, all these. Shout out RuneScape. RuneScape, I don't, I didn't get into, but I'm sure it it fits. All, all of it is just great. Uh, so if it's just books, um, let's see. Uh, if you wanted to read a book, you should start with Brandon Sanderson, start with Warbreaker. That's like, I feel like a really good single novel to get into fantasy from. If I'm not allowed to use Brandon Sanderson, I'd say the Blade itself is the first of... Joe Abercrombie's books. It's a little slow, but it's really cool if you can get through it. I'm actually adding Warbreaker to my Amazon list because that's something I've been I've been wanting to get into more fantasy. And hearing you talk about Brandon Sanderson is like maybe maybe I'm missing out a lot here. But y'all want to go to the next question? Yes, big juicy. Boy, I hated that. <laughs> here, I'll, I'll try it again. Yeah, big juicy. It it wasn't the what made you think that the, our problem with that was the tone, just I don't know actually, <laughs> but that's what I thought. My it definitely was the tone. It was the tone. Okay, the okay. tone was bad. Yeah, his name is Big Juicy. It is. There I, it is. I, I, his name's the Pitmaster to me. I don't <laughs> Pitmaster, aka Big Juicy, aka Redbeard, nope. Redbeard. AKA the name he won't let us say on I, I And I haven't <laughs> said it yet. And I won't say it. And I won't do it, even though I want to. I know. Save well, me. Audience, we will set some kind of goal in the future. Yes. So if y'all do enough of a thing that we say at a later date, you will know what that nickname is. <laughs> but next from our Discord server what a, question. What a bitch. <laughs> I know. I, but What's next from Gogabrood. Shout out Gongerbrood. Which actually now he's for I, I think a festive. They have changed it to Gongerbrood Man, like a oh, like man. a gingerbread. Love it. Love yeah, that. It's very good. If your character were the main character, that <laughs> you're that just reading it bit. wrong. No, no. If your <laughs> if your characters were the main character of their own video games, what genre would those games be? And it has a little side note. Keith can use bare hand Bruce, but Keith now has a character, Ha-ha. so ah. I will use Seer Hayes. Mm. Our characters. So yes. these new ones. Okay. I Please. got one. Oh, what you got? I got one too. You guys ever heard of Final Fantasy VII uh, Dirge of Cerberus? 
The correct answer is no. <laughs> it's, it my, is, it's my favorite uh, game. Uh, it's, <laughs> Shut up, You got Sam. terrible taste. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so Final Fantasy, you, you probably know the Final Fantasy series. Yeah. Their first attempt to get into the first-person shooter genre was Dirge of Cerberus using a Final Fantasy VII character named Vincent Valentine. And it's this shitty third-person shooter in, like... Uh, urban dystopia thing and I think that luck would fit in just right there kind of not knowing what exactly he is but in a weird RPG in quotations first like third person shooter game that makes no sense so Borderlands no that's a good game this is a bad no, game the, oh <laughs> bad game it has to be bad Borderlands is this is like a like a three on IGN mm. oh wow Keith, this is the worst take you've ever had. <laughs> that game's amazing. Uh, no, you, nobody, no, nobody asked for this, but my favorite video game ever is Lego Racers 2. Hell yeah. <laughs> and how would your character fit into that game? Uh, he In the would, car. He's the Duh. mechanic. No, he's the mechanic. Nah. Oh. Well, actually, yeah. That actually would be pretty lit. Yeah, he could work with like magical Legos and stuff. Yeah, yeah that'll work. I like that yeah. a lot. He's, yeah. a, he's a pit boss for somebody. There you go. Mine is uh, uh, Stardew Valley. No, yours should be Street Fighter. No, mine was I, the, the honest to God answer for Fiddy Tyson is probably something like God of War. Yeah, that, yeah that's right. just that w- with Oath of Conquest and yeah, yeah, yeah that feels yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah. feels right. Yeah. That feels right. Yeah. I, 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 this character, I, my my favorite game growing up was Sly Cooper, uh, and this uh, Clive is absolutely. I can he see is it. Sly Cooper. With no honor, like yeah. the, the third, I think it was the the third installment of Sly Cooper. No, second or third was Sly Cooper Honor Among Thieves, and like Clive's would be like Dishonor Among Thieves. <laughs> like he just <laughs> yeah, Sly Cooper without any of the the good attributes. Love it. Yeah, I think for Hayes it'd be some indie platformer with a lot of pretty colors and like. Purples and blues and shimmers and she's the lady mage from Trine. I've not played that. Oh, never mind. So uh, there's one. Is Trine the one I'm thinking of? Hold on, hold on. Do you actually? (laughs) No, no, he doesn't. Am I the only weeb and the only like indie gamer here? No, I told you it's my second favorite game, dog. (laughs) Shut up, Sam. (laughs) Like you only ever played five games in your life. That's not true. (laughs) Y'all want to do some fan service and answer it for our. uh, Season one character, since that was the preface of this question anyway. Oh, oh, what? yeah, 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 yeah. We can we can do two of them. Mine's easy. Red Dead Redemption for Barry. Oh God, yeah. Oh gosh, word. I gotta think for Sidus because this is a Sidus question. Oh, click it would be uh, uh um 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 no. What's that guy's name? The what's that guy's name? He can hide in like barrels and shit, and it's like a. It's like a, it's a spy game. Oh, called, Snake. Yeah, uh, 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 Solid a, Snake. Solid Snake. Uh, yeah, Metal Gear Metal Solid. Gear, Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, and, it and it's a box. Oh, what? It, it's, that's virtually the same it thing. It is not. It's I disagree. It's, it's almost the same you thing. You plebeian. It's just a different shaped storage device made of wood. Hmm. It's like literally no. a cardboard box. It's like paper thin. Oh. And also barrels are primarily made for shipping grains what? or <sighs> aging whiskey. This is unbelievable. <laughs> For for Sidus, it would be RuneScape. Okay, I can actually yeah. see that. Yeah, training and AFK and grinding for hours and Being hours and 
being virgin. Wow, that's <laughs> damn crazy. Uh, this again. Oh my god! <laughs> Once again, along with that joke, watch we will out, watch out. Watch out! We I, I'm hurting right now. We Hold will on, be posting brutal. this shirt that Alex just got. Yes, it, it goes with this. Do y'all want to read it out for them, and then they'll want to go take a look at it? Yeah, read it out. I'm not a player. I'm a gamer. Players get chicks. I get bullied at school. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the RuneScape Solid. gnome child. Yes. For it's the, perfect. I, I, for the record, I, I did not, I've never heard of RuneScape until I met Alex. It's, it's my third I, favorite I, I mean, it's almost a religion. <laughs> yeah. It's almost. I, I want Alex to leave the room so I can tell <laughs> you guys and the listeners my one of my other Christmas gifts for Here, him. I'll close my ears real tight. Whisper it. So, listeners and the other podcasters in this room, one of the other gifts I got him was a keychain that says RuneScape Slut. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's pink, see-through, and it's in the shape of a heart and has sparkles. Are we good? Yeah. Yeah. No lie. I saw that when I was going through stuff, and I thought about getting it before you sent the text. I think I sent it to you. You're like, don't get this. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. It's a great gift. for for Carl, I'm gonna be upfront here. Terraria. I did not play a ton of video games growing up. I had like four fantasy staple video games, and then the rest of them were like random sports games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna go with the only one that vaguely applies, which was a Jack and Daxter, because uh, Jack uh, yeah. in the second game gets uh, dark eco powers, and so it kind of is, is like a rage where he like loses his mind and just like has these crazy abilities so hmm. it's, it's, it's he's similar. like a young hip guy too yeah. like running around the city doing yeah. stuff I was gonna I thought you were gonna, you were just going to go Murray from Sly Cooper <laughs> and just like <laughs> stay on brand that yeah. that, that would have been good and if I can pitch for Bear Hand Bruce it feels like Street Fighter it is it's for sure oh, you, God, you got ahead yeah. of me Perfect. and that's the answer yeah. so <laughs> it's literally he is just a guy in Street Fighter it's yeah. like no different oh yeah Carl is uh, what's what's the swamp monster in that game? Or is oh, that, mean, oh, is that Mortal Swampy? Kombat? Is that Mortal Kombat? Are you talking about the the lizard from Soul Calibur? No, in either Street Fighter, I think it's Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, there is a hairy swamp monster that has like claws and has chains that he that he, like on his wrists. Oh, you mean Swampy McSwampy? I really I, I, I don't I, know. Oh my god! Super Keep going. Man. I'm going to Who's, look is, Ga- is Guile from Street Fighter or is that Tekken? I don't know. I, I didn't never. Pl- I didn't play. I, I, I think it's Street Fighter. I, I'm I so Tekken. bad at fighting games. I yeah, if it's not Super Smash Brothers, I don't want it. Yep, same. Blanca. I'm talking about Blanca from what? <laughs> Street Fighter. I, I don't recognize. He's that the one, green. So. Oh my god. He's green. Has orange hair. He oh like, yeah. Oh, he, looks like Mike, he looks like Mike Wazowski. Oh Sam, god. you what? They, they made him a yeah. Fortnite skin. Mike Wazowski? No, Blanca. Oh, God. What's the point? This guy. I've Green guy I've with the orange hair. I've never nice. seen that before in my entire yeah. life. Yeah. It's Blanca. I don't believe you. He usually doesn't wear clothes like that. So so Click was Snake from Metal Gear Solid, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. He would hide in Did girls. we miss anybody? No. No, that's, no, okay. that's everybody. Okay. We, we have another question, too. So, from Hatman260917 in our Discord, and also, if you want to ask us questions, join our Discord. That's where the channel Ask Us Questions is. Also, who are you, Hatman? Yeah, also, Hatman is what I called my cat, my childhood cat. Yeah. Because he was fat, 
and had a really nice fur. So my father determined that he was not good for a single thing, but he would make a fine hat. So we called oh. him Hat Man the Fat Man Cat Man. That is so <laughs> oh, no. cruel. That is, but that's also amazing. That explains a lot about you, Keith. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Hat Man asks, I know y'all like to discuss film. What are your thoughts on the upcoming D&D movie? Oh, and they oh specify Here we go. that they have only experienced D&D through this podcast and, is, and they are curious on our opinions. Uh, okay, I would like to start here. Go for it. Uh, so... I have a personal theory that I don't think any I don't think any movie based on like a video game or something like D&D will ever be good. Um I think the reason the like those kind of games and like D&D is so fun is like you get to make a lot of choices in the moment and if you're watching the movie it's like I don't it's just different. Yes, Keith. Fight me. Okay. So I agree. All right, let's go. Except for uh have any have any of you seen the uh, critical role anime? Like, yeah, yes. I mean that was good. Oh, it's real good. I, I was I would be completely on your side, Sam, except for they did a really good well, job bringing D and D elements into. Yeah, the you shows. knew, but you knew based, when they made a nat twenty and a nat one, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 that was more so like live action yeah. movies, not. Well, so uh, that I'm saying, was if they based br- on an actual D and D campaign. Yeah, but it, this it, is just something that it, a bunch of writers wrote. That's true, but if the writers play D&D, they could write something like, what would be a crazy D&D campaign fun adventure we could send, that we could make a story for? And you know they play D&D because the movie has already been delayed due to scheduling issues, of course. (laughs) So, a joke that I've heard 50,000 times on the subreddit that I am shamelessly stealing here. All all that being said, Sam, you're going to be right. So yeah. you no, can I, you can hold I, that uh, rightness with you for next podcast or the podcast that comes after the movie release. It's yeah. in March, but it does have a chance to be good. I I, I go I against all of the naysayers, uh, it, just to be the devil's advocate in, in the room. In that, I I have a feeling that they're going to do this right. I, I have a. <laughs> I, oh, they gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> they oh, really I know they're not. I know they they're not. They got another one. I, I know they're not. I hope. I pray to God that they do it right. I hope they... I Because I was going to bring up what you brought up, Keith, with the Critical Role TV show. Yeah. If they did something where it played, it felt like it was D&D, or even I heard somebody, it would be lame to do this, but it would still give it that element of D&D if at the end it literally pans out and it's like, okay, it's it, they're at a table. And then if they like do... Like the Lego movie? <laughs> And if <laughs> in episode, if in if they do a second movie, it's the same people, it's the same characters, yeah. it's the same people around the table. Yeah. I will say the I'm going to be going into it with low expectations. I'm the expectations are it's going to be fun, campy, and not a great story. Yeah. yeah. And if it, you go in with that, I'm expecting you're going to have a good time. It's going to look beautiful it, too. That, that's what I'm excited about yeah. because they like in the trailer you see an owlbear, you see a displacer beast, you see the gelatinous cube, which. Someone also pointed out, and it makes perfect sense, that I think it was Chris Pine's character made the dumbest decision by jumping into the gelatinous cube to avoid what? the displacer beast. What? Yeah. Watch the trailer. Because yeah. there's a split second. It's like oh a second God. and a half long little moment in the trailer where there's a displacer beast running directly at him, gelatinous cube to the right. He jumps into the cube, which even if the displacer beast hits, it's doing like 1d8 damage. Where in the gelatinous cube... You got to make saves to get out of it. Yeah. You're taking a lot of am- acid damage. It's a bad move. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's I, I the point. That. Is like he doesn't know what it is and it's Could like be. ends up fucking him. 
But maybe, now, maybe he's and, the and dumb if they barbarian. Do st- if they yeah. do stuff like that, yeah. like I'll actually be, yeah. I'll it'll be it'll feel more real. Yeah. You know, now, I, I, I'm I'm excited for it just for the same reason that I was excited for the new Lord of the Rings show. It didn't, yeah. it, it it doesn't matter to me how good it is. I'm just glad that. People who are in power positions of power who only care about making money have mm-hmm. decided that this is something that they can make money on. And like, it's the kind of thing like, I, I want to go support, like everyone go watch this. I want to go support it, even if it's not great, just because I want more content yeah. of yeah. this kind. Like, I don't gatekeep my, this hobby. Like yeah. anybody. My please. gripe with any, my gripe. Great gripe. Gripe. My gripe with all fantasy media right now, though, well, most of it is that you have the source material that tells a great story that people have fallen in love with. It stood the test of time. Like, Game of Thrones came out in 95. It built its own fan base before the TV show came out, and they did a great job with it until the last two seasons and fucking ruined it. The Witcher, it's been around since 93. It's three major hit video games. People love the story. People love the characters. Netflix comes in. They ignore a lot of the source material. It's like, your room full of writers who have maybe just learned about this fantasy are not going to write a better story than the original author. Yeah. We we want to watch these shows because we want to see the story we love acted out in real time. We don't want to see your reinterpretation of it. I understand it's a different medium. I understand changes have to be made. Spoiler warning for The Witcher Season 2 on Netflix. But in the fucking Witcher Season 2, when they took my guy Eskel, they made him an asshole, and they killed him when that is not him at all, that that almost made me stop watching. Yeah. No, that, that I, I will say that I, I agree with Andrew that I would love, I like that people are trying. I will say I have lived through so much fantasy failure yeah. that yeah. I don't want everyone to just be like, well, fantasy can't sell. We yeah. can't do it because pe- can. someone can do it. Lord of the yeah. Rings was amazing. Lord of the Rings and like, Game of Thrones have proved that it sells, and if you can do it right, it'll be some of the most amazing yeah. shit ever. And even if you but, can't do it right, if you put enough money into it, you can still make money, as The Hobbit proves. Yep. You, you can. Oh my god! <laughs> just get the rights and copy the book, and you're yeah. gonna have a hit. It, it, I, I don't want really I don't good. want directors to give up on fantasy because yeah. we keep picking up dumb stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. honestly, I love D and D. The idea of making a movie that is just D and D is unnecessary. Like pick Strahd. Yeah, pick I was about to say yeah. like, pick, like pick one of their pick, source materials. If they made any I, one of their I, source I think they materials, they might go to movie. eventually, but like, or do shows about those do, types of things. They have so think, many old characters yeah. from D and D that our parents' generation grew up with NPCs in their care in, that yeah. were in the books that became their own books, yeah. like I, we're talking yeah. about. Although I will say, we are also spoiled. Because yeah. never before in history has You're there right. been the abundance of fantasy content out there. Even the movies and the TV shows, they're hit or miss. Sometimes you'll get these gems, and sometimes they're ring to the ground. Sometimes they're just mediocre. But I am so happy to see it in the mainstream. And even just selfishly as a podcast fan, the fact that it's become so mainstream and there are people out there making amazing content to enjoy, we we are spoiled. But I wish they would spoil us more. And better. I, I wish they could make a regular fantasy movie that was good. Yeah. yeah. Like Aragon, um, 
I got so many that I'm upset. About. Aragon was my childhood, and they ruined oh, it. Oh, hey. Um, <laughs> I, it, I know the, a lot of people are upset with the Percy Jackson movie. The Percy, yeah, they messed those up. Uh, it, the only non-major like sci-fi fantasy things that I feel like have been successes have been animated. I think mm-hmm. Arcane was amazing. If you guys haven't seen it, you should go try it. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's uh, animated fantasy based on a video game. And then the other one is also a video game, which is uh, Cyber... I think it's cy- uh, cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah. 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 Castlevania uh, is good too. That's oh, that was on- a, I watched that. The first season was amazing. I haven't yeah. seen sex. And then of course, sex, the Legends season. of Vox Machina. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, That's so like, good. They're, they're really. I feel like the animated sector is okay. I don't know why we can't put live actors and make them yeah. like do fun things. I I, yeah. I feel like because in the animated scene, at least for a lot of the things we just said, the guys that are creating the story are typically also the ones that are so heavily involved in mm-hmm. the creation of the art. Like, well, so they yeah, go like everything. Machina, they're acting out their own yes. characters. Or even I'm thinking Avatar the Last Airbender. Yeah. Like oh, it, God, li- yes. you, oh, one you, of my favorites. Literally one of the best stories ever told. Like it, the guys that drew it mm-hmm. also wrote it also yeah, Mike the, and Brian. And then when then they, they still the reins off to M. Night Shyamalan, he ruined Ugh, it. Yes. Oh, I forgot. I le- yeah. legitimately forgot I'm still that waiting existed. to know what happens after that tidal wave, man. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. <laughs> that was... Oh uh, you, you're going to see it soon in Avatar The Way of Water. Is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Sam, one. Sam, about five minutes ago, you muttered something under your breath that we all talked over. Do you remember what it was and was it important? Uh, Nope. Cool. I remember, but I'm not going to say. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> oh, no. Don't hold secrets. This is, I, I feel bad for talking so much in this podcast, but if we're talking about fantasy, this is like my child. It's okay. Yeah. The listeners will pick on up on it. I did a dig at somebody, and literally nobody noticed, and it was awesome, <laughs> and I just was not going to bring it up at all. Chase will edit it. Also, it yeah, let's say I'll pull it out. As, as, far, as far as bad fantasy goes, anyone can fight me. I grew up on Dragonheart. Loved it. I haven't seen it. Do y'all want to know the the one of the the first book I ever cried to? What? Jeremy Thatcher, Dragon Hatcher. <laughs> what? It was a hundred and thirty page book about a kid who found a dragon egg in a like a yeah thrift shop hatched in it. a thrift shop. Yep. And hatched it. Who the fuck selling eggs in a thrift shop? Grew the dragon, this and when the dope. dragon got too big, it had to fly away. Oh. It left him. Oh, no. He had to leave the dragon. Damn. And I cried. I cried for a solid the, 30 The minutes. one fantasy uh, animation that was not mentioned, the great fantasy animation, How to Train Your Dragon. Get oh, out of here. So, <laughs> so good. good. Act, uh, so <laughs> Never mind. I, I take it back. Throw away real actors. Just animate everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care. It's okay. A, Straight like The people at this table know this. We're... The audience will know this because we're going to talk about this in the season one finale small talk. But just to reiterate, I love that movie so much. When I made my Dragonborn character, I named him after the actor that plays Hiccup. You did. Baruchel comes from his last name, Baruchel. And literally, he's Hiccup Hiccup because Singletis is the scientific name for Hiccups. And I was like, I have a dragon, dude. It's going to be related to How to Train Your Dragon. One of the (laughs) best movies ever. And also, speaking of dragons, I have a picture up on my laptop that I'm going to show you in a moment. Okay. Because when we were talking earlier about the characters' appearances in episode two, I was pulling them up to look at and reference myself. Because I was like, oh yeah, I want to see. And I have the PNG cutouts for all the art and stuff. And I remembered 
because it's in the same folder, one that I took, because there was a trend on Twitter shortly after Elon Musk bought it and things were not looking so great and all the engineers were fired, yada, yada, where people were going around saying, hey, Twitter's dying, so I'm going to post my thirst trap. <laughs> and in one of my tweets where I announced that we made a Tumblr, I said, no, stop asking. We're not making our character art thirst traps. But I made one. Wait, what? Oh, no. <laughs> I made one for Barry in Hero Forge. Oh, God. Are you guys ready to see this? In audience, this is a live reaction. They just found out I did this, and they're oh, just now about to see it for the first I'm time. So oh, no, I'm chase. scared. No! <laughs> no! Oh, my God! Did that, is, that a, is that a Speedo? Something like that. Did that raise his AC? <laughs> Yo. Is those, yes, is the, nobody wanted to hit is, him. Is, is the black V that goes all the way up his chest, is that natural? Yeah, that's just scales. Okay, oh, okay. that's yeah. so attractive. <laughs> Bro, that guy's item level 600 in Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, yeah. Got, give him a little honestly, pose. the biggest thing that I noticed there... That guy's got huge feet. <laughs> you know Dude, what, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, that 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 little speedo doesn't match the size of those feet. <laughs> Hero Force does not have a bulge option. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. It. Oh man, and with that. <laughs> yeah, I think that ends it for the small talk you Are guys. you gonna post it? Oh, that's a maybe. <laughs> what? You have to. I, How think, are they gonna I do see think it? I have to now. It, it's at least got to be in the Discord. Yeah, that, it, that's going in the Discord. Please I don't think no. that can go on the Instagram. It'll get it'll get taken down. <laughs> but thank you, everybody, for listening to this small talk. So now, go tell your friends about this podcast, but also get on our social media. You can find our link tree, linktr.ee slash nat one There you're going to find our Twitter, our TikTok. Those are at nanodnd. Find our Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and not another Nat one You'll also find an invite link to our Discord server. That's where we pull all the questions that you hear on these small talks. It's straight from there. Anybody can ask them in the Discord. Uh, there you're also going to find a link to a SoundCloud filled with the amazing original music that Alex writes for us. It's so good. Put it on. Listen to it while you work. I do. It's, it's a vibe. And then right below that, you're going to find a link to a Google Drive where you can get your own nano wallpaper. One of four variants, our standard logo, our pride logo, our spooky logo, our holiday logo. They're all Ooh. very fun. Hey, maybe we'll make a New Year's one, too. We should. We should. This is going to come out way after New Year's. But just check it. There's going to be new versions. Got to make a Valentine's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah Valentine's one. Oh, and we got to make a season two one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot you of You got some work to do, make. Chase. I do, I do. But thanks for listening. And until next time, live la vida loca. <laughs> <laughs>